2: The Ring Out Hoya podcast is your official home for the latest information on Marquette Athletics. Join us each week for exclusive conversations with administrators, coaches, student athletes, and many more. We are Marquette. I'm your host, Scott Kikendall, and joining us today is men's lacrosse player Jordan Schmidt, who is beginning his second term as student athlete advisory committee president. He's, he's been on campus for a number of years and uh, we thought it would be good timing to actually catch up with a student athlete. Jordan, thanks for the time.
1: Yeah, no, thank you for uh, for having me on. I actually just got done with the workout, so a little bit tired, but I'm um, I'm excited to talk about some stuff with you. So,
2: what? Uh, so what these days, uh, and maybe it wouldn't even be you know these days. Uh, normally, I mean, what's a workout consist of for you? Are you, are you able to get together with anybody uh, legally right now, or, uh, or just yourselves?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I, I have a neighbor uh, back at home. I live out in Waukesha, so it's only like 30 minutes from campus. But I have a friend from high school who plays football at Iowa. So um, Todd Smith, our strength conditioning coach, sent out a, a good little program for, for all the student athletes like right when school got canceled, so back in March. So I've just been been doing that. Me and Mike, uh, that's who plays football at Iowa. We like, went to Home Depot, bought some 4 by 4s like built a squat rack. He had a bench press, so we – we turned my uh, gym into a little bit of a home workout area, but it's been working good. So,
2: did you did you have to look online for any plans, or did you guys just wing it when grabbed what you thought you needed and put it all together?
1: Uh we like, yeah, we definitely should have looked. We like bought the stuff before <laughs> we looked at the plans, so I it, it wasn't the smartest idea we've ever done, but like it works and it holds the weight, so it hasn't broken yet. So we'll take it as a as a victory
2: (laughs) yeah I think that's a win right now especially with all that's going on I mean you you mentioned you're walking shot you're you're a local local guy Mm -hmm. uh you know the journey hasn't been that far in terms of miles for you but it's it's been a a number of years now I mean to this point has it gone pretty fast for you already or or does it seem like you've been Uh, on campus for a number of years
1: yeah, I mean it's a little different for me, especially beyond Men's Lacrosse. There's a lot of guys that are from Pennsylvania, Maryland, Canada, um, out in California, Colorado. Like I'm definitely the closest kid. There's only a few kids in Wisconsin, and for me, everyone's like, "Oh, it's so weird, freshman year, like going to school, like." And it never really felt like I left, just because, like the weather's the same. Like I still watch Packer games. Like I still watch the Bucks. Like everything's the same for me. Like nothing really changed. So. I'd say it's probably – mine's gone, like, probably just as fast as everybody's, but it never – I felt at home, like, as soon as I stepped on campus just because I do live so close and I'm so used to it.
2: I do have a fun fact. I've been told of my staff of researchers here that you're one of four Wisconsin natives to play lacrosse for Marquette.
1: Were you aware of that? Yeah. 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 I don't know who the yeah, other three are. Do you? I am aware of that. One of four. He's a sophomore on the team, and then Quentin Arnett is also a sophomore on the team. Well, I guess they're now juniors. So Redshirt junior, and then um, a junior, and then I think the the fourth one was like the it was like the first year of the program. I think he played for like a year or something, like right when it opened up. But I don't know him at all.
2: And is it true you were originally going to go out and play in Colorado before you decided to come to Marquette?
1: Yeah, I, my my journey was definitely not not the most straight line thing when it comes to recruiting. I'm like, recruiting is always, always messy, but I always wanted to come to Marquette. Like it was, it was my dream to like be one of the first kids to really graduate from Wisconsin and go play divisional lacrosse at our home, our hometown school. And I, I, I met Jake Richard actually. So our, our assistant coach back when he was playing his senior year, I met him when he was a senior in college and I was a freshman in high school. Um, during an indoor box league, and he was like, "Hey, like, have you ever thought about coming to Marquette?" And I was like, "Oh, it's funny you asked. Like, I've I've been wanting to for so long." And Coach who who's the coach at the time, and Coach Brenda, just were always on the fence about me, and they like didn't really know. So I committed to play lacrosse for Colorado Mesa, which is a Division II school out in Grand Junction, Colorado. And it wasn't until my July after my senior year. So I graduated, like I registered for school. I had a dorm out in Colorado. I booked a flight. I bought like a bed. I I had everything out in Colorado and coach Amplo called me up and there was a walk on opportunity at Marquette and I just dropped everything that same day. And I switched and transferred to Marquette in like a week. So it's pretty crazy. (laughs)
2: That is unique from all the way going to Colorado to uh, a half an hour away. Right.
1: Yeah, I think my mom was. What uh, I stayed close by. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she
2: was. What uh, you know, obviously, lacrosse. The sport has been around for a, a long time, but not necessarily popular in the Midwest and specifically Wisconsin. What, when were you kind of introduced to the sport, and and when did you decide, hey, this is the one I want to pursue? Maybe it's the one you were good at. I don't know. You you tell us.
1: Yeah, uh, I played football and lacrosse growing up, and soccer a little bit too. So I. I started lacrosse in seventh grade. Um, Logan Crines actually, me and him are really, really good friends growing up, um, middle school and in high school, too, and we still are in college. introduced me to the game his older brothers played um, at Penn State and Penn, so they were kind of like the big names in Wisconsin, and me, Logan, really, really got into it, and it was, like, the first sport that I just, like, really, really fell in love with. Like, I like soccer and I like football, but there was just something about lacrosse that I loved so much. And I started in seventh grade, and then after seventh grade that summer, my dad passed away, and I just, lacrosse, like, just became everything for me, and I just put all my energy and, like, all my time just, like, into practicing and practicing and practicing. So came like, a little bit of an outlet for me, but I just love the game so much compared to every other sport I've ever played, so.
2: Well, you took, you talk about putting all of your time into something and that's something I think you've carried to to college through this point, at least you've really become involved both on and off the field. I mean, was that a concerted effort for you to, I mean, we could go down the line here, you know, sack president, he went on the, uh, to Puerto Rico, I believe the, the service trip involved with the fellowship of Christian athletes. I'm sure there's a lot more, but is that something you've always wanted to do or just these opportunities you found once you got on campus?
1: Yeah, I think it was um, so when I was at my dad's funeral and I I saw all like it was we, it was at St. Paul's Church, which is like right next to my to my house. But the, the people there were saying that it was like the biggest funeral they they've ever seen, like and my dad's friends and his coworkers and people he knew that I had no idea who they were at all. And they were coming up to me um, and being like, you don't know the impact like your dad had on my life. Uh, That really changed me when I I was just, like, a 12-year-old kid. So, like, I didn't even go really through puberty yet. That changed my mindset to be, like, if I'm going to live this life, like, I really want to try to make a difference and really have that impact that my dad had on others. Um, I want to have that same ability. So, yeah, I always really try to do make a conscious effort to be, like, a servant leader and really try to be involved as much as I can because, like, as we talked about at the start, like, your, your time in Marquette, Goes by pretty quick, so I want to make it count.
2: Well, I, I'm sure these last few months haven't gone by very quick. I know they haven't for me. Uh, and yeah. but you know, I, w- one of the reasons we wanted to, to talk to you is, you know, everybody. You look on social media. It's uh, you know how 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 all of this is impacting the student athletes and the these factors and and what's going to happen. What we know, what we don't know, but what, what a lot of people haven't done is actually talk to a student athlete so I, I do want to get a little bit of your perspective and, I, and i'm not saying that you speak for every person every student athlete at marquette yeah. but you are involved in sac you're the president you you know for people that don't know this group is is run by uh, the student athletes each team's represented by at least two right i believe uh you yeah, know a couple uh, members two from every team two from every team so i think you do have a good yep. kind of handle on the pulse of what uh what our group of over 300 is thinking, I I guess, first of all, for you personally, you guys had just played right Uh, on the road. I believe you're midway through your season. And then all of a sudden you go from spending all this time with these guys to having to go home off campus. And I got to believe a majority of them you haven't seen since that week, Uh, you know, probably more than maybe a handful, but just talk a little bit about that and just how sudden it was where you guys were at in your season.
1: Yeah, I think uh it was, it was definitely it was crazy because we were we were playing Michigan at at Michigan and in the locker room during warmups that's when the Ivy League actually canceled the rest of their season. So we were like in warmups and all of us were like so confused, we like didn't know if the game was going to happen. We were like have, like do we not even have a chance to play like one more time? Cuz I think in in the back of our, like our minds we didn't want to admit it, but I think all of us knew like this is probably the last game we're going to play this season just because like people were canceling, like all this stuff was happening. And we were like, this isn't looking good for us. So it, it was sudden. And I think definitely like what I miss the most. And I think the people I've talked to is just like, you miss being with the team. Like you, you miss those relationships and like the relationships I have with my teammates. And I know that everyone else I've talked to, like the relationships you have with the people like on your sport, you spend, you're, you're in practice with them, you're in class, you're in the weight room, you're in study hall, you do everything with them and like not having that and being at home, is just like, you miss it so much. And I think that's definitely just the biggest impact it's had on student athletes is like not being able to compete and like be with the people that you really do love because when you're in college, like they become your family and you lean on them for everything and they lean on you. And I think that's definitely what, what I miss the most. And I think a lot of my peers also miss too.
2: Yeah. I think everybody, you know, automatically assumes that, Oh, great. You know, school gets shifted online. This is going to be so much better, so much easier for students and student athletes. But, you know, from what I understand, that wasn't necessarily the case. That sounds like it was, you know, a pretty significant and difficult transition uh, for you guys to shift as quickly as you did to, to the different method to try to get through the semester.
1: Yeah. And like, the online learning. I think there were a lot of people that like, Oh, it's so much easier. Like classes are online when, um, I know like myself personally, there's a lot of people like this, like they just like to be in class and they like the opportunity to really ask questions and like interact with the professors. And it's, it's just different when you're listening to a lecture on a computer screen from your bedroom. It's just, it's not the same, like feel, you don't have the same level of focus. And like, I, I miss like studying with groups and like stuff like that, which is you just didn't really get at home. So it, I, this semester was, is definitely tough and you had to transition fast, but our, our professor at Marquette really did a good job. They're really lenient and trying to just be as helpful as possible. Cause they were also obviously adjusting to, to everything too.
2: Yeah. And from what I understand, uh, the, you know, we don't, we're still waiting for some of the final data to come in, but uh, student athletes had a whole lot of tremendous semester. And I know you'll, uh, you'll comment as, as quickly as anybody about how great the the academic staff is with uh, with Adrian, Katie, uh, Merrill, uh Nicole, oh, yeah. Maureen. I mean that, that crew was fantastic this uh, semester as they always are.
1: Yeah yeah no they were they they were absolutely incredible and they were they were so helpful. They they were I think were working pretty much all day and all night trying to make sure that we were as supportive as we could and they we're trying to figure out tutor, like, tutor services, like how can we still do this? Because usually we have tutors up in the aisle that um, help us with whatever we really need. So we, they got that all figured out. They really helped us with any question we had because a lot of kids were just lost. And you talk about even like internships and service learning and like all the little nuances of, of classes that you, you don't really think about it. At the start, they were so, so helpful with all of that. So we definitely appreciate it a lot. And I think
2: that's one, he mentioned it a little bit too. And I, I don't know if you were impacted at all. Obviously you guys have this slim window of when you have, you know, quote unquote free time, where you're able to 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 shift your focus to your professional career outside of the sport, obviously, and, and moving ahead. And I know mm-hmm. a, a lot of student athletes internships or summer jobs or, you know, class credits they needed for graduation. that's become a little bit tougher as, as those opportunities just aren't available for you guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I even had, I think, almost all of my roommates, um, all their internships for the summer were canceled. I think they all had stuff set up, like, all across the country. And all of them got calls, like, a month ago, and they were like, hey, um, we're not doing our our interns anymore for the summer. And I think that's 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 so tough for us, right, because you talk about, like, the slim window we have. We're, we're so busy with, with lacrosse and everything during the school year. And then our summer is really – our time to really advance in our professional career and get into internships and really find what we're passionate about and really develop our skills. And that's kind of just been taken away from us a little bit this summer. Obviously it's been taken away from everyone across the country, but it's definitely challenging, but I think we'll be able to figure it out going forward because it's affecting everyone. It's not, it's not just affecting Marquette. So
2: there's a, it's very easy to, to go down the rabbit hole, right? And, and try to keep up with all the latest info and as, as much as it changes on a day-to-day basis. But how much have you tried or, or not tried to pay attention to, you know, what what life back on campus could look like? I know, obviously, they've already announced the schedule will be modified, but have you talked with any teammates or other student-athletes about of what changes you guys could be looking at when you come back on campus?
1: Yeah, I think um, some people talk about it more than others. I, I mean, I try to be a realist, but I also try to be very opportunistic, and I think... I just try to take it day by day and I think a lot of other guys too. It's just like keep working, doing what you love. I really love playing lacrosse, so I'm gonna keep playing every day. I'm gonna keep working out because I know what today holds and as I think we've all learned from this, we really don't know what tomorrow holds. So I think for all of us we're just we're just waiting and, and, and kinda hearing what, what administration has to say and we're just we're all excited to be back in the fall and what that looks like, whether it's Full practice, whether it's only small groups, um, we don't really know. But I think all of us are just excited to be back and really play at whatever capacity that we're able to.
2: Have you guys talked at all about, you know, the thoughts from, from your teammates or you know, other sports as you know, as you uh, work with SAC and, and kind of get set up for next year about playing in the fall and concerns there might be if if a teammate doesn't feel comfortable or or you know what the threshold might be? Any conversations yet about yeah. that? Or
1: we? Uh, not really too much. I, I just got put on um, a committee actually with uh, Mike Broker at Marquette. He's he's heading it. It's the it's our, like COVID response team. So we actually meet tomorrow at noon to really start that conversation. Just to be like, what does life look like for student athletes? Like, what do practices look like? Um, how's the weight room going to work? How are tutoring services going to work? How? how are all the small things like how are we going to clean facilities? What does turf time look like? All those little things. And it's like, yeah, what do we do if someone's like, I'm not comfortable going to practice in that big of a group? Um, those are all questions we have to talk through. And I don't, I don't really think we've gotten there yet. I think we're, we're all just starting to, to have those conversations now and really, really starting to figure things out just to start at, as stuff starts to open up here in Wisconsin over these past couple of weeks. I think
2: one of the things that I've, I've, and not thought about the most but I mean it's it's something that when all this kind of came about and uh that I've thought you know is, is kind of an interesting twist a little bit is you know the the student athletes now that I have been allowed to come back if they wanted to for another senior year across a lot of the spring sports and I know I believe there's four on the men's lacrosse team what uh what are your thoughts about that I mean obviously these are guys you thought would be gone that, you know, playing time potentially had opened up and now you've got freshmen coming in. I mean, that's an interesting dynamic to, to know you're going to have,
1: have some seniors back again. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, first and foremost, those guys, are my teammates and I love all of them and I'm really excited to be able to play with them again because, you know, it, it's hard to see seniors leave every like every single year because you get, you get so close to them, especially this class though, because, I'm only a a year younger than all these guys. So we really, we spent three years together and I really got to know all of them. So I'm excited for some of them to be able to come back. But yeah, it is a, it is a very interesting dynamic. And I, I can't imagine what some of the freshmen are thinking that they were like, oh, like I thought I had, I thought there were some more spots open, but now I'm coming in and we got some, some seniors that are coming back that played significant minutes for us. So. It's definitely interesting, and I, I'm I'm curious personally just how this is gonna affect athletics like four or five years down the road, um, purely from like a budget a budget standpoint because you're adding like I don't know how many student athletes in total for us are gonna come back for our spring sports, but that's that's an added expense that was not planned and obviously no one could have planned for this, but it's something that is gonna have lasting effects down the road. That's so you guys on the administration side are really gonna have to. Analyze and make up for.
2: Well, luckily, that's above my pay grade, so I don't have to worry about yeah. any of that, which is a nice <laughs> part. But but I, I think ultimately, too, and I, I know Coach Timmel and across, you know, who, whatever the sport is, it comes down to competition, right? You're, you're going to have to yeah. earn your spot, whether it be, you know, four different guys, maybe in a different position, even with the freshman, too, there's nothing that's going to be given to you. So that hasn't changed. There's just maybe some more numbers,
1: right? Yeah. And uh, I, yeah. Like, like you said, I, I at the end of the day, the best players play. It doesn't matter if you're a freshman or if you're a senior. That's that's coming back. Coach Simmel and our coaching staff are going to put the players in the field that they think have the best opportunity to win the game. And it doesn't matter who you are. If if you can play, you can play. So and I think you definitely saw it this year with our team. We had a lot of freshmen that stepped up and really, really made a big difference. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, but it's going to be fun in the fall.
2: And I think you've, uh, you know, as you look back at this and you, you talked about being a servant leader and these are all things that you've done. I mean, this is, you're going to have quite a story to tell uh, when you look back at your career, just from the fact that you were hurt, right? You had to redshirt your first year. Yeah. You then have a coaching change, uh, you know, mm-hmm. as you're kind of moving to the later part of your career. And now have all this with COVID. I, I mean, have you, have you had a chance to, to think, you know, what else at this point might happen while I have another year here on campus?
1: Yeah, I mean, no, I think adversity makes you stronger and that's just a fact and great leaders can can lead through tough times and only average leaders can lead through good times. So, if anyone can lead through this, I think you're really set up for the rest of your life and I've I've tried to really take that to heart to to be there for people, be there for my teammates and yeah, I mean, injury I I can't really control. I got hurt and I I tried to make the best of the situation. I tried to be there for for my teammates the best I could and obviously COVID has affected all of us it's and I think the only thing you can do is really be there for your teammates and at the end of the day we're a team even if we can't be on campus so because I think what what people may or may not realize about college athletics is that the relationships you form go so far off the field and I have friends that I know will I'll have for the rest of my life and I know that even if we're not on campus together, I can still FaceTime and whenever, and we can call and catch up for hours. And that to me means, means the world. And I think it means a lot to lots of my teammates as well.
2: Outside of your uh, potential home gym side hustle build out that you've been doing (laughs) any, anything else, uh, any other hobbies that you've tried to fill some, because I mean, you were in the middle of the season, you go from that to just, uh, you know, classes online. I mean, any cooking you know try to get into spicy food anything like that I, you know
1: what's <laughs> um, delve into no, life at like, home
2: right now for you
1: yeah uh, I like to go on bike rides a lot and I started actually playing playing basketball a little bit more um, working on my, my uh, mid-range trying to trying to beat Marcus <laughs> and, and horse soon whenever I can get back <laughs> Well, um, keep practicing yeah I know it's gonna take me a couple of years maybe I'll get there but uh, yeah, other than that, I've just been trying to take this time to, to relax a little bit, really, really dive into my faith with uh, FCA. We're still meeting every week. So that's been, that's been
0: going well.
2: I know you mentioned, obviously you miss your teammates and, and being around them, but is there anything specifically on campus that you miss a place that you, you like to go that you wish you could, or, uh, you know, anything about physically being on campus? I mean, obviously I know you guys have a couple houses, right. That all you guys live together and. kind of having that Mm -hmm. as a place to go away but uh anything like that 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 stands out
1: yeah i think obviously our house is just like living with the guys is 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 so much fun but i think just like the HPRC being in the locker room with the guys being in the weight room being down at valley like not having that i think those like those are the places i miss the most just like or going to kobe and or going to wild uh the dining halls the commons and just being able to to joke around with guys over some food and just and just hang out, I think I really miss that a lot. And I know a lot of my teammates do too.
2: If we wanted to see if your teammates actually listened through this entire podcast, we could. I could ask you, is there one guy that you're glad you're not around right now that you live with that you don't miss at all? But you know, I'll leave that uh, up to you if you want to answer <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I think I miss all a couple. Of them. Couple
2: candidates. Can. We'll just say there's a couple. Yeah. Probably a couple candidates.
1: Yeah. Maybe a couple, but I love, (laughs) I love the guys I live with. No, I wish they were all back, but they're not yet. So hopefully soon.
2: Well, you might be on their list. You don't know. That's probably a good way to, you played it safe. I thought you would, Yeah. uh, but that's all
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, man, I I appreciate the time. Uh, We appreciate what you're doing. Not only obviously on the field for lacrosse, but all that you're involved with and uh, hope to have you back sooner rather than later and, and best of luck with the committee and, and getting back on campus.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you again for having me on this. It was, it was a lot of fun and good to good to catch up a little bit. I know I haven't seen you in a, in a couple months, so it was nice to talk.
2: No, appreciate it. We're going to go for record downloads on this. That's the challenge. <laughs> All right, buddy, thanks. We hope you've enjoyed the latest episode of the Ring Out Ahoya podcast, which is available on GoMarquette.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening, and go Marquette!